Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, this is the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Woo, Des Moines, Iowa, and you're about to sound off. Woo, 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 woo. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome to Sound Off. We've got some good energy to oh, wait, start uh, the show here. Where is the uh, Mr. Sound Off open that we saw the past couple weeks? Uh, we changed it. Mr. Sound Off is now Ric Flair. Woo! So I just get cut like that. Just cut out. You're cut. Your chance to sound off. 515-282-9010. LeBron does it again. LeBron James hits his second game-winning buzzer beater of these NBA playoffs. The underdog Cavs lead the number one seed Raptors three games to one. Look at that shot. Three games to none. There's no way to defend that shot. LeBron now has five career playoff game-winning buzzer beaters, more than all other players in the NBA combined, and no other player has more than one. LeBron has also hit more game winners in the playoffs than Michael Jordan and is passing Jordan repeatedly in the record book. Not in NBA titles. I'll have more on why MJ remains the GOAT in just a few minutes. Let's sound off. 515-282-9010. All-America pitcher Claudia Farrell never wore a face mask at Dowling. Then Farrell's freshman season at Grandview, this. That softball got on Farrell so fast, she had no chance to stop it. Farrell broke three bones in her face, but it could have been much worse. Her mom had been telling Claudia for years to wear a mask, and mothers always know best, but Claudia thought it would hinder her fielding. Since taking mom's advice and wearing the mask, Claudia is the NAIA National Pitcher of the Year every year. A maskless Paige Lowry dominated at Dallas Center Grimes, so she did not wear one at Missouri either. And then Paige took a line drive off the face. Lowry's so tough, she kept pitching in that game. It would take Lowry a long time and a transfer to emotionally recover. Lowry wears a mask at Oklahoma and just went number one in the pro softball draft. No one questions Paige's toughness. Farrell says masks should be mandatory. Lowry says pitcher's choice. Let me break the tie. In youth leagues and high school softball, rules should require every pitcher wear a mask. The Iowa High School Girls Athletic Union recommends face masks, but it's not a rule. Let's change that. Include infielders in the discussion too. Bigger, stronger players and improved bat technology make it impossible for even college All-Americans to stop a 100 mile an hour screaming line drive 
hit from 43 feet away. Take away any stigma of not, or, or take away any stigma of wearing a mask by not making it optional. I know people push back on being told something is mandatory, and if a grown adult wants to stop a softball with her face, that's one thing, but a kid should not have that choice. Remember, at one time, only the overly cautious wore hockey helmets or seatbelts. We quickly get used to a good idea. It's a good topic to talk about, no question about it. Okay, around this time last night, people were losing their minds over LeBron James. LBJ hit another game-winning shot. LeBron is great, best player in the world. He would have made a great sidekick to Jordan on the Bulls. And while some may argue LeBron is better than MJ, there's one thing I just can't get past, the flopping. He's basically the best player in the world mixed with the side of Lade Divots. It's almost like an addiction for LeBron. He can't help himself. Google LeBron flopping and see all the links, videos, sites that pop up. There are entire compilations of flops throughout the years. Like this one, last series against the Pacers. Let me remind you, LeBron is 6'8", 260, chiseled muscle. Look at that, almost goes flying into the front row. Or how about this one against the Pacers? Again, fouled by Lance Stevenson. LeBron is in obvious pain, he's hurt. But for some reason he grabs his face, another look. He never even gets hit in the face. But then he has to sell it by acting like he's really, really hurt. What's the point of these flops? Why? They look ridiculous and make him look weak. LeBron is too good to flop. I guess all the flopping does kind of make sense. LeBron is a minority owner of the English Premier Soccer League team Liverpool. So outside of being 6'8", he'd fit right in. We make fun of soccer players for their flopping antics, being carried off on stretchers, but for some reason, we accept it from LeBron. Heck, even online comedian Brandon Armstrong, who posts parodies to basketball players, does a James flop impression. It's pretty good. Now, LeBron was in the movie Trainwreck, so he does have some acting experience. Maybe with all the flops, he's trying to get another role. I don't know. Look, LeBron is the best player in the world, the second best player to ever wear number 23. There's no doubt he's better than Michael Jordan at flopping. I think I speak for everyone. LeBron, please stop. It's embarrassing. We are seeing potentially uh, the, the greatest a basketball player has ever played in these playoffs, and you are going to point out the flopping? How can you not point out the flopping? Why does he flop? So last night when he hit that impossible to defend shot, or in game two, when he had the most dominant third quarter I can remember of a guy making shots, somehow hitting fadeaways where he keeps feeding, fading as the ball is shot. And your takeaway is the flopping, John. Well, it's, it's, it is kind of cool that he's coppled <laughs> Michael Jordan finally on the fadeaway shot. That was Jordan's patented move. LeBron's finally figured out at, what, 33 years old. So yeah. it, it's good that he's taking that at now from him. about 10 feet and 5 feet on the arc. I mean, it, and it, he's playing the Raptors, which is essentially like a triple-A basketball team. When was the last time the Raptors did anything in the playoffs? I Flash. Mean, oh, look at this. He flopped again. Oh, he got thrown down by Kyle Lowry. Lowry's a big dude, right? He got thrown down by Kyle Lowry. Flash is in Des Moines. Flash, what do you think of these NBA playoffs? Uh, what uh, What's your takeaway? I think they've been great so far. Very entertaining. Well, I was just kind of curious on your take. Do you think it's going to come down to the Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors? You, I think they're the best in the league, and I think we're going to have a fine matchup again. 
especially with Steph Curry back. But I was curious, Keith, what what your take is on this. I I have thought all season it's going to be the Warriors and Cavs. I picked the Cavs to win this series, even though the Raptors were favored. Um, I I think the Celtics have the best coach Mm -hmm. in the NBA right now in Brad Stevens, but I don't see them beating the Cavs. And I don't see the Cavs beating the Warriors. I mean, LeBron is great. He's the best. He's the best by far. But the Warriors just have too much, don't they, John? Yeah, I'll be honest. I had doubts with the Cavs this year, and it had nothing to do with LeBron. Like I said, I like LeBron. I give him some crap every once in a while. But he's he's so good. But they struggled a lot during the regular season. That chemistry wasn't there. But, man, he's putting up ridiculous numbers in the playoffs. And no one in the East is going to stop him. I do think the Celtics will make it interesting. But they're not beating the Warriors with Steph Curry back. The Warriors are too good. These playoffs have been great. They've been great, yeah. It's time for lookalikes with a local connection. The tiny ref judges, Willie. In West Des Moines says, Channel 13's Michael Admire looks like new Cardinals quarterback Josh Rosen. Tiny ref, it is not a match. In baseball, the all and nothing are two of the most exciting parts of the game. So what's there to complain about? Well, it is what's bugging Andy. Next. Follow us on Twitter. It's at SoundOff13. We ask people their favorite sports moment of the weekend. Diamond Cavern writes, probably the Celtics versus 76ers game. First off, it went down the wire. It was literally an inch away from being a buzzer-beater victory for the Sixers. And it was kind of like a Super Bowl rematch in a sense. It was a great game through and through. I watched that. Yeah, that was great. Nikhil writes, LeBron's dominance over. Toronto. Now called LeBronto. Uh, Jeff writes, with a beat-up pitching staff and needing quality wins to make the NCAAs, the Hawks step up huge. They did, taking two of three from 12th-ranked Oklahoma State. Well, for the first time in Major League Baseball history, there was a month with more strikeouts than hits. It's part of What's Bugging Andy. I used to love the strawberry starbursts. You knew you had a good pack when there was a strawberry on top because they went in order and then there was a chance that strawberry might come up three times in the cycle. Well, these days, you can buy a whole pack of nothing but strawberry and the fun is gone. Plus, you don't get to appreciate the cherry and orange. You know what that reminds me of? Baseball. Growing up, I yearned to see more home runs and more strikeouts. Hitters and pitchers delivering the ultimate blow to one another as they faced off. I loved it. We all did. But in today's game, home runs and strikeouts are more common than suburban girls named Emma. It's starting to take the fun away. Last year, more than 14% of all hits in Major League Baseball were home runs. That is a higher percentage than at any other time in history, including the steroid era. And last month, for the first time ever, there were more strikeouts than hits. That makes a pitcher known for strikeouts seem like a pianist known for chopsticks. Baseball is becoming an all-or-nothing game. And the problem with all-or-nothing is you're missing out on the whole lot of something in between. Opposite field hits, stolen bases, great defense. Those stars have faded into black, and it's too bad because they're not only fun, there's something to watch. Action. 
action that young baseball fans need to keep their attention today. Now, the young baseball fan that is still alive in me can't believe I'm saying this, but it's true. Give me less of what I always wanted more of, and I'll be happier. Be that in baseball or starbursts. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. John, I know that starburst made you happy. I am. Uh, the Packers took Josh Jackson in this year's draft, but who are the all-time draft choices from the state of Iowa? Who's in your five is next, plus Susan in Pleasantville, Gabe in West Des Moines, Kevin in West Des Moines, live on Sound Off. Like us on Facebook, it is the Sound Off Nation. Linda Lindell comments on the Royce White feature on E60. He had a great opportunity to bring some light on this situation, but went about it all wrong. Sad. Uh, it's time for Who's in Your Five. NFL draft picks from our state. We'll get at least uh, one from UNI, Iowa State, and Iowa. Uh, number five, Bryce Pop, former UNI uh, Bills uh, drafted by the Packers, played for the Bills, yeah. kind of one NFL player of the year with the Bills. Number four, Reggie Roby. From Iowa, Dolphins punter. Look at that. Gets his punted. knee to his nose. Incredible player. Number three, Matt Blair, formerly at Iowa State. Good. Uh, great player for the Vikings. Number two, Andre Tippett, former Hawkeye, drafted by the Patriots. He is, an, he is a pro football Hall yeah. of Famer. And number one, Paul Krause, former Hawkeye, uh, drafted by the Redskins, superstar for the Vikings. He is a pro football Hall of Fame. Good list right there. All right, let's get back to the calls. Uh, Susan in Pleasantville has been waiting for a while. The Kentucky Derby was run in the uh, wettest, sloppiest, muddiest conditions one can possibly imagine. Susan, what did you think of the Derby? I didn't get a chance to see it. What? I didn't get a chance here to see go. it. Well, here we go. Ch check your television. We have it right here. Uh, there is a dominant horse in this race, Justify. Who was it? Justify. Justify dominated the Derby. Won by a couple lengths, uh, but Justify is your winner. Uh, Gabe is in West Des Moines with a thought on LeBron James. Uh, Gabe, what do you think? Uh, yeah, it's for John. Um, I would say, um, aside from LeBron's flopping, John, do you still believe that Jordan is still the GOAT? I do, yeah. And Why? I just think he's a better player. I think LeBron. I think the one, the one of the main knocks you can have on LeBron is when he got beat by the Dallas Mavericks in the finals. He had worse numbers than Jason Terry in those finals. Didn't show up. Had an All-Star team. Jordan never didn't show up in an NBA Finals. But he has certainly improved and evolved since then. I mean, right now as he's playing, and here's some highlights of Jordan. Uh, as <laughs> as LeBron is playing right now, do you recall Jordan playing like this, this well? Um, I mean, he played really well. I mean, he's what finals six-time NBA Finals MVP. Let me know when LeBron gets six-time NBA Finals MVP. Point He'll need for six John. rings to get six NBA Finals MVP. Point for John. But uh, you know, uh, Jordan was eliminated in the first round. LeBron has never mm -hmm. had that happen. And there is, you know, LeBron would be better losing in this round than he would in this year's NBA Finals because if he gets to the NBA Finals for what it'd be an eighth straight time and loses. He'll be that'll be pointed out that he's lost another finals. So actually, the narrative for him would probably be better if he lost now. That's crazy. No, 
No. You don't want to lose to the Raptors. Yeah, but he, you can't be the best player in the world and lose to the Raptors. But you don't want the, another loss in the finals. That counts against you, right? I think losing to the Raptors would be worse than losing in the finals to the Warriors. Come on. Uh, no, the name is gone on line four, but M, if you called in to talk about Michael against LeBron, who is it? Say again, Sam. Kevin. Kevin. I'm sorry, Kevin. Your name disappeared, but your call is still welcome. What do you think? I'm on the north side. What's yeah, that? I'm on the north side. I didn't think you said west side earlier. Oh. Okay. Anyway, um, one thing I want I want to point out that I never hear from anybody that talks about the difference between Michael Jordan and LeBron James is that LeBron James went into the NBA straight out of high school, and Michael Jordan played in college, didn't he? He did, yeah, at North well, Carolina. If, if, if you take whatever Michael Jordan did in his prime years in the NBA and then you multiply it by four and add it on to that, I think you got a pretty good, strong argument as to why Michael Jordan is one of the greatest of all time. Not taking anything away from LeBron, and this is coming from a guy who does not like basketball any more than he likes horse racing or golf. And I still don't understand how golf is a sport. But. All right, thank you. Well, uh, first of all, Jordan didn't play four years at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, you could make, the flip side of that is, as LeBron was growing as a young basketball player, like against the Mavericks, he wasn't in college learning those lessons. He was in the pros learning those lessons. But you know what we Let's need hold to- up. Learning against the Mavericks? How many years have you been in the league already? And he went to Miami right, to play right. with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. We should. You know what we should do learning. more than anything is enjoy I like LeBron. the greatest player of each of these generations. Oh, we should. We should. And it's funny how people get all upset if, you're, if he's the second best player in the history of the sport. <laughs> and, I know. And, and, you, and anyone can make an argument. He could be number one by the time it's all said and done. It's just my own personal preference. I'll go with Jordan. I still, have, yeah. I, I still have Jordan, but I, I am really appreciating and, what I'm seeing. It's and incredible. I, and I, I don't even care if people want to say LeBron because he's really good. Expectations really good. on the rise for Iowa State football. Is that a good thing? That's next in Faceoff plus final takes at 515 282 Start off at WHOTV.com. Did you see Yadier Molina get hit in the groin with a 102-mile-per-hour fastball? My goodness. Outside of death, would there be a worse injury to a man? T's and P's, Yadier. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, Wilson is Did you see that video? I did. I did. All right. Here we go. Time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face-off. In the post-spring football rankings, yeah, you heard correctly, the post-spring football rankings, USA Today ranks Iowa State 22nd. Is that good or bad? Nothing but good. For Iowa State, recognition for a program on the rise, for Cyclone fans, more excitement, and also good for Hawkeye fans. If this holds up, Iowa fans can't complain playing Iowa State hurts Iowa's strength of schedule. Always comes back to the rivalry. Always. In an interview with NBC's David Kaplan, Sammy Sosa said, he would someday like to return to Chicago for the fans. Sosa has not been welcome at anything Cub-related since he left Chicago in 2004. Cubs owner Tom Ricketts has stated players in the steroid era need to be honest about what happened. Should the Cubs welcome Sosa back? Yes. Any reasonable person thinks Sosa used PEDs, but so did nearly every other slugger in that era. Sosa carried the Cubs for years. He was the reason 
to go to the ballpark. Mm -hmm. And Roy did up or not, Sosa and McGuire electrified the summer of 98. Sosa didn't kill anyone. He cheated to hit baseballs <laughs> farther. That's forgivable. All right, Keith. Have you heard about the super pooper? In New Jersey, a school superintendent was caught pooping on a rival school's track on a daily basis. We aren't sure of the motive, but this stinks for everyone. A nickname for the ages, John. Yeah. Pooper intendant. The pooper intendant of schools. What was this guy thinking? Thinking he wanted to drop a deuce on his rivals. John, we should strive for number one. Yeah, we should. This guy was obsessed with number two. <laughs> the pooper intendant. All right, there's a new show on YouTube, Cobra Kai, a continuation of Karate Kid. Daniel LaRusso, Johnny Lawrence, 30 years later. I love the Karate Kid. Haven't seen this show, but sign me up. You will love it. Relies on repeated coincidences, but if you love the original Karate Kid, I not did. the lame sequels, yeah. the original, you will smile throughout Cobra Kai. Thumbs up. Finish him. Over under. Michael Admire namesakes. Overrated. Uh, Gusto Pizza. It's not Gusto's fault, but Admire named his pizza Admire My Sausage. That seems a little racy. It's too much. Underrated. Admire. The horse. Yes, it's named after Michael Admire. Hard to believe, but it is true. All right, we have uh, one minute left for All right, all right. Talking violations. Sit in the corner, Sears. Murph, you're good. One minute, boys. Let's wrap it up. Thank you, Tiny Ref. Uh, Sally is in Des Moines with a thought on softball mass. Sally? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Doing great. Well, first of all, I want to say this. First of all, we all need to wear masks whenever we're doing anything, right? But I'm kind of confused about something right now. Okay. What the hell ever happened to Larry Ushashi? We're talking about cyclones, and I'm like, oh, only thing in my mind coming up is where the hell is Larry? Yeah. Well, uh, you know boy, it's that is one of the all-time segues. Uh, wow, that's uh, I didn't see that turn coming. Larry was just fired by Colorado State. He is currently out of coaching. Wow, I didn't see that coming. That's going to do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with a sound-off send-off. A sketch from Saturday Night Live, The Other Cavaliers. Maybe. Everybody knows about LeBron, but don't forget about us. The Other Cavaliers. And whatever LeBron needs, we'll get it done. It's